Well, I don't usually like to go uh, two day, two times a day. I feel like one time's enough for podcasting, but I can't help myself here. We've got a situation in New York City um, that you need to know about, and I turn right away to the City NY's transportation expert, Jose Martinez. He writes for them, and he's he's probably been wall to wall today after Governor Cuomo announces one to five a.m. The subways have been shut down. First of all, Jose, thanks for joining me once again to discuss this whole mess. Thank you, Alex. Always a pleasure to talk transit with anyone and particularly with you. Well, let's let's talk a little bit. So he, he comes out and first of all, was this going to be happening? Was this a speculation that was just came true today or how did this all come about? So what happened today is that the governor, uh, Andrew Cuomo, announces that the entire subway system, and this is really unprecedented, the entire subway system will be closing between the hours of 1 a.m. and 5 a.m. so that stations and trains can be disinfected on a nightly basis. Uh, That's during uh, a pandemic when the stations have been empty. Ridership has fallen more than 90 percent, but crime and filth have become major problems uh, in those stations, on those trains for those people who are still using the subway system. So the aim of this is to perhaps uh, make things a little safer and certainly cleaner. Uh, It's not a good time for the MTA. It's not a good time for the people who still need that transit system to get around to their jobs at medical centers, at nursing homes, uh, as home health aides, anything that's considered essential at this time. A lot of people still use the trains, but the situation is not good. So what we had seen in recent days was a lot of back and forth between the governor and between the mayor over what to do with the subway system. And today we get to the point where Cuomo says, all right, enough. This is what we're doing. We're shutting it down every night between 1 and 5 a.m. Jose Martinez, I I know that the governor has the ultimate control over the MTA, right? But I could also sense he has a very – He's got a bit of a thing against de Blasio. You could just sense every time he talks about it, he wonders what happened to this mayor and whether he he took control. But how much could de Blasio have avoided this situation? Well, I'll tell you, the the two uh, politicians have often been uh, frequent combatants over the last several years. And and that has been the case again uh, in the matter of what to do with the subway system. De Blasio at one point had called on the MTA to close terminal end-of-line stations uh, so that they could be cleaned. Uh, The MTA said no. Uh, Now you have it where the governor says that at the recommendation of the MTA, this is now going to happen where every night there's going to be daily disinfecting uh, of of subway stations where the homeless population has become a problem. But, you know, the MTA is – a state authority. It's uh, the chairman and, and many of its board members are appointed by the governor. The governor has ultimate say over the MTA. But, and this is very important, the mayor has a role to play as well in that the mayor is uh, in charge, if you will, of the NYPD, which whose transit bureau patrols the subway system. So there's very much a role for the NYPD, uh, for the homeless service agencies to play here in terms of trying to make for a safer environment for those people who are still using the subway system at this time. And again, the ridership has all but disappeared. Uh, More than 90% drop in ridership 
you think about that and where we were before this, when you had more than five and a half million people using the subway on weekdays, that's enormous. That's an enormous loss, but you do not want stations that are desolate, uh, or filthy or dangerous. Not at all. Jose Martinez, who we're talking to. Uh, and so, yes, there's a lot they could do now. I understand. Well, first of all, you told me the number of ridership in the middle of the night is still 10,000. Was that, is that right? It's about 11,000 people using the subway during that four-hour window, and that's the lowest ridership. So the governor explained today that that's a good time to get in there, to do the work, to do the deep cleaning, to do the disinfecting, to do all the important things that will make the subway a somewhat more palatable environment during what really is a, a dark time for, uh, for New Yorkers. Well, uh, here's the thing, folks. I'm also airing this tomorrow because – the, the drive time's over now, like, but I want to get everybody prepared. And then tomorrow, maybe send in your observations of what you see to Jose Martinez. Jose, where can they find you to actually report what it's been like after this period for, for regular riders? Uh, well, I, I'm at a nonprofit news outlet called The City. I'm a, I'm a veteran reporter here in the city of New York. But about a year ago, when, I, when we started up The City, I, I joined here to cover transit for thecity.nyc. So you can look us up there. And uh, I have to say, it's been a real privilege to work with uh, talented reporters, hardworking reporters who have cranked out a lot of unique stories. And not to toot our horn, but a lot of the stuff that we've done has then resulted in uh, coverage by other outlets. And, and I think that early on, we were on to something in terms of uh, the homeless issue in the city, in terms of the crime problem uh in in the subway we reported about the increase in robberies uh in terms of the mta even flirting with the idea thinking about bringing in the national guard and extra security in the subway stations uh I've heard about, about that the number too, of incidents the where guard. there have been unruly people yeah in the, the national subway guard, system slowing service the national guard has definitely been mentioned when it comes to the nyc subway but do you think we'll eventually get to that point or no Right now, what the MTA has done is they have brought in their own police department, the MTA PD, uh, to supplement the NYPD in addition to bringing in some uh, uniform security officers, all of this to beef up the uniform presence, as they call it, in these stations to try and bring some bodies back to platforms, which are really desolate right now. And I talk to riders all the time. I talk to workers all the time, and they report that it's creepy right now. Mm. All you need to do, uh, as I've done in, in my reporting, is look at the number of incidents where unruly people are causing all types of problems in the subway. I reported the other day about a brawl between a guy who had uh, brass knuckles taking on a guy with a chain. Uh, there were reports of naked people running around in the subway system, of people literally getting on the tracks and mm. disrupting the movement of trains, of homeless people defecating and urinating and this is the lifeblood of our city in right. normal times so you've got to have a functional system but this has really done a lot of damage to uh the to the mta to its finances in particular and uh again it's made it difficult for those people who still rely on a subway system but now we're going to see it running a little less with the hope that perhaps it can get cleaned up and service can be a little bit more efficient and you know, maybe eventually we will get back to something more closely uh, resembling the normalcy that we knew before March.
Well, as March hit, there were a couple of things. First of all, well, as or April had actually, uh, de Blasio said, hey, if you see subway crowding, report that. Was there many reports of that? Did anybody call in the 301 to say, hey, there's an overcrowded subway? Or did people feel that was an overreach of the mayor? Well, de Blasio has been asking people to drop dimes on each other in terms of uh, lack of social distancing. That's not just in the subway, but on the streets. But, you know, going back, oh boy, we're going into March here, where the advice from the public officials uh, was, look, uh, if you got to take the subway, wait for the next train, uh, do not get into a crowded train. But really, it wasn't until about March 20-something that the MTA uh, significantly reduced service. And that wasn't just because of uh, the the coronavirus. It was, you know, a factor of having fewer workers, workers who were out sick, workers who were infected, workers who were hospitalized, quarantined uh, because of the coronavirus. And you don't have enough crews to run trains. You got to reduce the frequency. Uh, This week we did report that uh, the C train, uh, which had been on the shelf for about a month, is now back. Uh, the Q train is going to be running a bit more frequently uh, starting Friday, and the two and the four lines are running a little bit more frequently. And, and this is all a product of the MTA having more workers coming back on duty. But let's not kid ourselves. The MTA has taken a tremendous hit. It has lost close to 100 workers, a uh, very tragic uh, loss of life, from bus drivers, uh, track workers, train operators, station agents, all types of transit employees have uh, died as a result of this. Well, and thank God they're getting testing now. That was a big story earlier this week as well. But, uh, Jose, is there really a chance that people would just – how are they going to make sure no one gets on these subways in a uh, four-hour span? I mean, we're New Yorkers. Most of us can't even sit still. So how are they going to make this happen? It's going to be tricky, and it's going to be very challenging. Uh, the governor uh, referred to this as one of the uh, most challenging undertakings ever taken on by the MTA. This is what he said, quote, this is going to be one of the most aggressive, creative, challenging undertakings that the MTA has done. It's going to require the MTA, the state, the city, the NYPD to all work together. And, you know, anybody that uh, – follows things knows that that's not always easy to have all these entities working together but it really serves the well-being of the city and the public interest to have a functional transit system particularly at a time when you have so many people who absolutely need it to get to their jobs well right and i know that some the homeless in addition to the subways being removed from there they're going to put them in hotels we'll see how that plays out as well yeah, you know, you have police officers now going in the stations along with uh, social services workers in efforts to get some help for people who really do need it. Uh, this has been a problem that has been uh, brewing in the city and in the transit system for a long time. People who need help don't necessarily want it. They don't mm-hmm. want to go to shelters for a variety of reasons, among them that they feel unsafe in the shelter. So a lot of ideas have been floated about using vacant hotel rooms now when you have a city that's you know where this the, the hotel rooms are empty using them as uh, makeshift shelters if you will but the the goal is to get people help and to restore some order uh to to a subway system that needs a little help 
Could this help or us a lot in the long? It. Yeah, a lot. I mean, the the E train has always been the most notorious for the end of the line and those that are homeless. They kind of con- congregate there. But is this a possible way to just eliminate that kind of lingering homelessness on the subways, or will it just get back to normal once all this is is done? And that all remains done? to be seen. You know, it's a really it's a larger social question of how does this city deal with its homeless issue. Uh, which, as we've reported in the city, is is an, a problem that has grown in recent years. That has uh, had a, a strange shelter system, and the spillover it goes right onto those those platforms, on those benches, onto those trains. Uh, mm. There's no question that there's a lot of factors involved here: public safety, uh, public health, uh, social services, and they all have to work together because you don't want this problem to continue or to get worse because we are in for some tough times in this city uh, as a result and, and on the, in this country and on this planet as a result of this pandemic. But you, you really, uh, they, they want to try and control this before it gets worse. And, and, and really things are already uh, plenty rotten in the transit mm. system. Jose Martinez, Martinez, who I'm talking to, Jay Martinez, NYC. And so I guess now my That's other on question, Twitter. Follow. That's on that's on Twitter, yes, sir. Um <laughs> could we see arrests during this four year four four hour plan? And and to piggyback off of that, what did you see in nine eleven? What was the response with the transit system back then after the attacks? And how different is it now? well, you know, it's it's a different vibe, uh entirely. That was a dark time and yeah, that 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 certainly strained the transit system as well, uh, but this has something of a it's it's a longer lasting uh, impact in terms of uh, how it affects people's psyches, how it affects their relationship with mass transit. After nine eleven, of course, Lower Manhattan was in uh, rough shape. That's where the attack occurred, uh, but. If you if you think back to then, the city was able to rally. This is a very different scenario where it's going to be uh, a longer period for the city to come back, get back on its feet. And I think for the public transit system, it might even be longer because, like I mentioned, you know, the the, the impact that this has on people's psyche, it's tricky. Uh, mm-hmm. Will people want to go back? to a transit system uh will they have confidence being in such tight spaces like for instance riding the lexington avenue line at rush hour you you sometimes get up and you're nose to nose with people in there or nose to armpit and it's so crowded so how do people return i've been asking questions about that it's really going to be uh a very interesting time to cover this as it always is but i think this is particularly interesting given the challenges that will face the MTA in terms of its finances, uh, in terms of its service levels, in terms of its relationship with a public that has traditionally uh, been somewhat skeptical toward the MTA. Now, obviously this week was, was really up your alley with the whole MTA and the subways and everything. Have you been following these briefings though, from day one, how have you rated their, you know, their response to this through their briefings? You know, one of the one of the things that uh, I've 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 listened, I have, have followed them. I, I pay particularly close attention 
when the issues that I cover most closely, transportation, come up. So it's something that we're all watching. We're all paying attention. Uh, and, and I've always got my ears uh, tuned up for whenever they mention the subway. And this hmm. week in particular, it is it has taken off. Uh, I think everyone is uh, sufficiently uh, disgusted by some of the images that have come out of this by some of the reporting, uh, which I which I mentioned earlier about the the unruly behavior, mm. the increase in crime, uh, and just the general vibe. So all of that you put it together, and uh, now you're seeing really a focus on something that is so important to our city and to our region. Do we see arrests? I'm, I kind of want to get your thought on that. Do we see arrests between one and five now, or will people? you know, obey, obey this. I, I, I don't know. You know, look, the police officers, the, the NYPD, the MTAPD, they're going in there, uh, I think, to make an effort to get people off of the trains, out of the stations, and steer them towards some form of help, some form of social service. Now, if you have an unruly situation, if you have someone who is going to be willing to brawl with a bunch of uh, police officers, uh, that that could be a different story. Um, Hopefully it it doesn't come to any violence uh, in the subway system. There have already been uh, multiple murders just in this short time uh, that this has been going on, including uh, an arson fire back in March that killed uh, a train operator that uh, investigators believe was set intentionally. So the goal is to uh, not have this slip any further uh, into right. a dark hole. Uh, you you tackle the city on a lot of your things. So have the MTA workers been wearing their masks? I feel like that was a topic that's been kind of mentioned to me that maybe these guys aren't wearing yeah, their in masks. In early March, in early March, the MTA was recommending per uh, the advice of the Centers for Disease Control and their own uniform policy that workers not wear masks. And then I reported the, about bus workers uh, who wanted masks, who were pushing for masks, and they were being told no, even though there was a, a stockpile of masks in the bus depots. That all changed. The MTA has since given out oh, north of a million masks. They've uh, increased their uh, supply of gloves, of disinfectant, of of, sanita- of uh, hand sanitizer, I'm sorry, and all in an effort to try and make for a safer working environment. But uh, I, I, I don't think uh, you can get around um, that number, uh, which is which is really high and, and, and very sad of the number of transit workers who have died uh, as a result of, of coronavirus. And uh, the MTA has, has said it will pay their survivors of uh, those people who died from this $500,000. That's that's really amazing, actually, out of all this. Uh, luckily, though, I mean, there has been many deaths. There has not been many deaths on the on the subway system, or has there been via COVID nineteen? Is there any stats on that? Well, who's to say uh, at this point? You know, you really need to get full reports from the medical examiner. But I did do a story in the city NYC uh, a few weeks back about um, deaths in the train. There was there was one morning when two people uh, died. One in a uh, 
terminal station in the Bronx, the other on board a train, I believe it was a J train in Brooklyn. And, and that one, the J train, it was noted in the report that this woman was uh, vomiting on a platform mm. and, uh, and, and that she exhibited symptoms of COVID-19. That's just something that went into the internal report. But all of this is uh, going to be interesting uh, to continue to follow because this is something that's, that's really not going away anytime soon. One more question for you. I know you got to get back on deadline. So thanks for taking time to do this, but is it, um, isn't it a miracle that we hadn't shut down the whole subway system? Like was uh, speculated early on? Well, you know, it's, it's rare. It's very, very rare for the New York city subway system to shut down. Uh, in my years covering the system, it closed during hurricane Sandy it, back in 2012, it closed the year before that for, I think that was Hurricane Irene. So uh, they, they closed it to protect the equipment, closed during the, some other blizzards and blizzards that really didn't turn out to be much. So it's always precautions uh, that are taken during blackouts, during blizzards, during big storms, hurricanes, or labor unrest. In this case, it's unusual that the MTA is taking the step of shutting down for four hours every night, uh, the entire system for, for daily disinfectant, because uh, that, that's, that's a public health move. And it's uh, a move that's uh, geared at putting the system back in a better working order. Well, I know they were doing a darn good job trying to do every three times a day disinfecting. And I guess now the number is going to jump up. So we'll have to see. Uh, Jose Martinez, the city NY. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Oh, thank you, Alex, for having me. Always a pleasure. Thank you very and, much. Uh, and for those who missed it tonight, you can catch it tomorrow morning because I just feel this conversation is so important, and I want uh, I want the listeners here to, to hear this conversation again with Jose Martinez. So we'll do it all again tomorrow morning. Talk to you soon.